here we are together again, but not together to do another episode of Needless to Say. Doing these remote shows have been a challenge, but it is what it is. Everybody's going to do their part, and hopefully things will get back to normal soon. So everybody out there, stay safe. We're going to get this show started. Now, Maestro, wash your hands and hit that music. to say i am dave and i'm kind of here with brad and craig who are two very <laughs> good reasons to stay out of the public and keep maintain social distancing even after this pandemic is over yeah. <laughs> thank you thank yeah well <laughs> so how have you guys been doing we're we're once again doing this just remotely audio we've got a better setup but uh how was your How was your week, Craig? We'll start with you. How was your week, my friend? This was your first week off of work, right? Yeah, yeah. What day is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been in my house for a week straight. Oh my you god! Know, um, with my wife, it's been great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never complain about work again. <laughs> So, don't tease me like that, though. So I'll never and then work, and I'm thinking talk about, and I get all excited. <laughs> like even on a warm spring day, my nipples are as perky. Like, <laughs> whole January morning, just what? excited about you never talking about flooring again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it's just it's nuts, man. I literally left. I left the house twice this week on short quick errands and it's just it's a little stir crazy where did you where did you go uh first day i went to get a um to get a check from one of the stores that i work for and get it deposited because i had to make my first van payment for the new van oh that's right (laughs) (laughs) how's that new van working out by the way yeah oh fucking fantastic it's gonna be great to get the insurance money for it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't don't tell your wife. <laughs> um, oh my god! But yeah, so I did that, and then today I actually went out and I went to the grocery store to find it a barren and fucking. It's still just so ridiculous, man. I mean, I got stuff, but still, the the toilet paper aisles are just completely empty. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's things like that. A lot of the meats are gone. Just yep. random. Stuff. It's funny. There's a lot of like, if you were like, okay, th- there's a nuclear bomb coming, and I gotta get prepared. Like all that stuff is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like like your canned goods, you know what I mean? All that, like all that shit is gone. Yeah, but there's there's so kind of there's funny. some weird things missing too. I've noticed. Like I, I was in the, the the grocery store two days ago. Yesterday actually, I took Brad's suggestion. He said his wife's gone a few times at like four o'clock in the afternoon, and it was great. So I went there, and, and she was pretty spot on, but. Like you said, the, the the toilet paper and paper towel aisles were were scarce to say the least, and there were there were yeah. no eggs. There was, but yeah, there was plenty of bread. There was plenty of like canned stuff, except for canned vegetables. 
Yeah, bread bread is going to be there because yeah. they're still getting their daily deliveries. Bread doesn't sit around on the shelf. Over, you know what I mean? Right. Like they're getting fresh deliveries every day. So you're still going to have that stuff. But, yeah, I know what you mean. It was it was just weird. I was in there. So I was like, I was fine. I was like, I got fucking Eggos and giant box of cereal. <laughs> and fucking Fran was so mad when I got home. <laughs> but, <laughs> Could you tell me again about that processed meat thing? Yeah. <laughs> You won't eat that, but you're like Eggos. Like it's so hard to fucking make it pancake batter and put it in a waffle iron. Oh, I have pancake. I have pancake batter. It just takes too long. <laughs> yeah, and you can only make two. Who in the fuck eats two waffles? That's silly. Normal human yeah. beings. Oh, that's just ridiculous. Then I had to replace my giant tub of peanuts that Taco ate last week. Oh my so, god. So I did that and got some stuff, some donuts and. You know, the good what stuff. What did the dog do? Did he leave baby roots all over the yard? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's exact, that's a good call right there because I'm cleaning him up. And I was like, it looks like a baby root. <laughs> I'm so glad we went uh, six minutes and 45 seconds without referencing shit or cum. Which is a <laughs> big step up from last week. <laughs> Christ on a crutch. Listening back to, I'll I'll get to it in a minute. I'm sorry, Craig. Go ahead. No, no big deal. So, uh, but um, yeah. So that was it. But I was like, sit, I've been sitting around. I mean, it's it, it definitely gets fucking like a little. It's like, what the fuck? I have this list of stuff that I want to get done. I've done none of it. Because <laughs> it, I don't know. It's weird. What's you keeping know? you from doing it? Like, what, what's what are some of the things on your list? No, like things on my list. It's, it, I mean, nothing major. But like, I was gonna um. I did clean out my office. It was fucking ridiculous. I got that all. See, what know, do you have an away. office for? I, do, <laughs> I, I own a business, Dave. I have to do paperwork and shit. Fran owns a business. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do paperwork. You saw. You've seen the office. I sure that was your movie. office. Yeah, it's loaded with toys and comic. books. I was gonna say also <laughs> with trophies, comic books, and a cross that was older than you. Yeah, <laughs> that looked like a memorial to you if you had died in high school and your mother never updated your room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my room was never this cool as a kid. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're if you're claiming that room now, it's still not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> but um, other than that, that was it. But no, it's funny as you were saying, like from when I was a kid, childhood thing. Uh, rest in peace, Curly Neal, man. Oh, the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. And Curly was like, he was one of the, when they first actually become, started to become really mainstream, he was one of the big guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was, he was, he was the guy. guy, yeah. Yeah. In so, all yeah, channels of basketball, including competitive basketball, whatever it is they do, there was no better <laughs> ball hammer in the universe than Curly Neal. And all no. those guys played at reputable colleges. I always wondered what was it that kept them out of the NBA? Because, I mean, yeah, you take an average like a LeBron James, and he's not guarded and he's not in game situation. He can probably hit every shot he takes. Or at least True. not yeah. out These guys are unbelievable. But you watch the Globetrotters, they're trying to fulfill a show. Like they have to score a certain amount over the Washington Generals every time. Otherwise, yeah. it, you can't beat them by eight. Right. While you're climbing out. you got to beat yeah. them by three. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to make your shots. And Curly Neal was a hell of a three-point shooter. And I always wonder how come these guys never even took a stab at competitive basketball. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe, maybe they did. You never know, too. It could have been things like maybe injuries. 
that were like, you know what, I can't play at a full-on competitive, aggressive level, but I can goof around and throw fake buckets of water at people and dribble like a motherfucker and stuff it in the guy's shirt. You know what I mean? Do these trick things. Wait, wait, we're still talking totally about the Globetrotters, Craig, not your last weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah, and, you uh, had me a dribble. Yeah. <laughs> but not uh, not saying not that what they're doing is not good. You know what I mean? Like um, athletic or anything, it absolutely is. But what I'm right. saying is it's not that aggressive, hardcore, competitive level where you're getting – you know, fighting for a ball under the net or something like that. So maybe it's maybe it had something to do with that. I yeah, did no. a lot of reading on these guys over the week because, you know, I, I was curious to see. I remember them for the first time on Gilligan's Island. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. And what's funny is I'm pretty sure that movie where they played the robots straight up and then they realized the robots were just too well programmed. So they started doing Globetrotter shit and then they beat the robots because they confused them. Well, there yeah. was actually a game where the Washington Generals clearly were not having it, and they ended up starting to play real basketball. And yep. the Globetrotters were forced to play real basketball just to win the game. <laughs> so the fans didn't go home unhappy. It turns out the Generals have only won six times in the history of that franchise. <laughs> really? Six but times. They've, six but they've times. won. They've won, and I'm pretty sure at least five of those times were designed like they were unintentional. Like yeah. somebody got into a fight in the locker room and said, fuck it, we're taking them out tonight. And the yeah. general just yeah. came to play, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> but imagine that. You, How about that? You spend your whole career like, okay, I'm going to lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like this, what, you, what do you do? I lose at basketball. <laughs> like that's your job. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what do you put on your tax forms? Are you an athlete? Are you an entertainer? What are you? Yeah, yeah. I so imagine you're, you're, you're an entertainer. But... You're an athletic entertainer. That's good. There that's you a go. Thing. Yeah, I'm a professional wrestler. Yeah. There it is. Because that's basically what it is. The difference yeah. is if you fake punch somebody, they can fake sell it. But if you throw up a, a brick, you can't make it go in just because it's supposed to for the storyline. So the, the Globetrotters are amazing, man. Those guys can hit jump shots from all over the court and, and make them and make it look easy. And, you know, they're doing reverse layups, and they do have to get around the generals as crappy as they are. They're just a bunch of white guys. But they're still people. (laughs) (laughs) But they're still people. (laughs) They're a lesser form of basketball person. But they are people. (laughs) So, yeah, R.I.P. Curly Neal. What was he, 77? Good for him. Yeah. Yep. Wow, he was that old. uh, Yeah. 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 Uh, to yeah, honor him, I'm pretty sure at, at the eulogy, somebody's going to, like, you know, drop the guy's speaking pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they go to spread his ashes, the guy just runs at the crowd and throws an empty urine at him. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, all the pallbearers are spinning him around. Going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking his, gra- his gravesite's kind of like JFK, but instead of the eternal flame, it's just a ball that's always spinning on a little statue <laughs> finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, shit. Church Oregon playing Sweet Georgia Brown. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Very slow. Do, 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 do. 
Oh, shit. Brad, how was your week? Well, you know, I got to hand it to you. I want to throw one last shout out to Cycle. Uh, last week was awesome. And yeah. Leave it to us to find a way to make the podcast sound better remotely a week after putting their song on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, I'd like, you know, I'd love to tell you that it was an accident and this and that. But truth is, we just wanted your song to sound better. That's that was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're it, welcome. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, sacrificed. Now, honestly, listening to last week's episode annoyed me because I felt like it was a good episode. That it was the first time in ages that technology got a hold of us. Yeah, it's obvious that we're in a bad situation. Nobody's expecting us to get together just to make a slightly better sounding show. You know, we're just a bunch of jackasses busting each other's balls. So yeah, it really doesn't matter what we sound like. But yeah, you know, we've gotten so used to the way this thing sounds that it was kind of hard to listen back and hear the feedback and the static and some, you know, the, the bit of a delay in some moments, but yeah. all in all, I think they, I'm just imagining what could have been if we had done that one in person. Cause there was a lot of funny things in there. Dave, you came up with a great concept for the show. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I just wish I was, yeah, I was around and I remember how it went. I, uh... <laughs> According I listened to back... our fans. You were excellent. You were excellent. Yeah, I listened yeah. back to it and I was like, "Wow, I don't, I don't remember any of this." You, were, it was the 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 fucking video looked like you had fucking cerebral palsy. <laughs> your fucking What's head. Again? What's the condition called? Cere- cerebral palsy. Yeah, yeah okay, I got, you got it right there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you were fucking <laughs> your head was bobbing around, and then you would just li- look up with your eyes shut, smile like, hmm. And then your head would drop back down. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic. You look like one of those cat clocks that in the fifties they had, where the eyes yeah. just went left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have been waiting for the Dave drunk episode, and I'm thrilled that it finally happened. Oh man, yep. I've seen you cocked and loaded before. That was never an issue. Recording it and documenting it, like. We can tell people now we had to record that whole thing bit by bit, segment by segment. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so every time we took a break, it was about 10 minutes and then we'd come back and Dave would be noticeably different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, and it was I, like I, the it was six like, stages of whiskey drunk. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, as long as you kept, you were an object in motion, as long as you kept talking, you could maintain. But the oh, instant yeah. we those breaks it was like your body warmed over with the goodness of tennessee whiskey yeah it was so funny too because it took a while like a real we started talking about the beers we were drinking and, and then dave's like i'm drinking whiskey and i'm like oh makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to come together now yeah just because you came it. apart it was really the, the timing was impeccable we get to the third act you doing most of the talking and me and craig just sat back and enjoyed the show yeah <laughs> oh my god it was awful <laughs> i loved it it was great uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, but you know, it's funny that you did that to kick off this week because I'm drinking more than ever. I don't know, like Craig, I don't know what day it is. I know that I'm basing it on when the kids claim they have homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't stopped me from staying up till four o'clock in the morning. I found myself nearly throwing <laughs> Ethan's Chromebook through an open window uh, because his teachers don't know how to use the technology and the kids are trying to explain to their teachers how to use this god-awful technology on the no. Chromebook. And that his teacher, I swear to God, she's like eight minutes from death oh. and, like, and, and, and like six from retirement. 
<laughs> she has absolutely no business on the 11th hour of her career. They're like, okay, now you have to learn how to do this remotely. So all she's doing is like posting worksheets and saying, go. Yeah. Yeah. And so what does that mean? That means I'm back in the classroom again, teaching my kid. Yeah. Yeah. And so I spent that's, five hours a day. I kind of feel bad for her. Why? What? I mean, that's, that's a tough thing to do to somebody. I think the school could have taken a second week of vacation and trained these teachers on how to do that. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I feel bad for her in general. I'm saying like her personally, because like you said, she's an older woman. She's probably close to retiring and never, (laughs) you know, know, teaching. What grade is he in? Second first first, but yeah. So she's, she's basically like, you know, hands-on that's the way you teach kids you know what i mean and yeah. at that age it's more of a hands-on thing oh, i hope she's not and hands-on now... she held something up to the camera she was doing a video for the kids and th- her hand steadiness she looked like michael j fox at six flags like she was just <laughs> i've never seen anything like it i'm like she's like showing it to the kids on the video screen on how to read something and i'm getting epilepsy from watching yeah, I, was just gonna, I was just gonna <laughs> say fucking 12 kids have seizures at once it was like, like watching pokemon and imax the whole fucking time oh and i'm God. like i looked at ethan my six-year-old i'm like hey did you get that and he's like no did you so we, I, I wanted to download the video and play it back at like half speed, oh. just to make sense of this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. No, she, she. I feel for her to a point, but honestly, the school district shouldn't have rushed them back. They should have said, "Kids are getting two yeah. weeks of vacation. We're going to train our teachers on how to actually teach from home." Yeah, and they're not didn't doing have it. any snow day. Didn't have any snow days this year. No, nope. not a one. Not a one. So mm-hmm. why not use those allotted snow days to, to bank some time to train the because teachers? Because the like teachers are complaining and the union is complaining that when they do go back to school, and the plan right now for our district is to be back by tax day, April 15th. Yeah. I don't see that happening. No. But they're planning on being no, back. They still want the flexibility to take vacation days. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's not going to happen. And guess what? They're not going to get snow days anymore once this once this remote learning comes through. Oh yeah, no. the, yep. this is, snow this, snow days are done. Well, I'm good. <laughs> you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm good with that because as a work from home guy, I got nothing done on those days. I'm getting nothing done searching for a job right now. I'm trying yeah, my right. best to start a career, and, and you know I've been interviewing heavily. That's been good. But every 10 minutes, Ethan's like, I'm done. I, I need help. And I got to go back up. I spent five hours a day with him, you know, just teaching him this week. And it got to be a little much after a while. I don't start my day until 2 p.m. And yep. it, it gets a little crazy after. But enough of no, that. No, what, sca- no, what scares me is I realized that at one point you were a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I was getting no. paid to do it. Yeah. It was and I don't. Your 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 patience and ability to like <laughs> let things slide is <laughs> just I couldn't see it. It's just funny. Yeah, but it's, I, was, I was excellent in the classroom. When I had to turn it on, I turned it on. Yeah, I, the I difference is I yeah. special ed for God's sake. Yeah, the the difference now well, is well, you weren't going to teach smart kids. Oh, <laughs> am I taking intelligent shit from you? <laughs> Nobody at home is convinced that you just burned me on something. You know, 
That was horror. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That was the Jay and Silent Bob reboot of jokes. Wow. Because <laughs> right. I watched uh-huh. that piece of horseshit as soon as I was done doing volunteer teaching this week. I decided <laughs> the best best use of my available hours was to watch the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And I tell you, I would have rather been teaching his entire class for free <laughs> than watch this god-awful abortion of a movie again. It's an unflushable turd of a movie. Kevin Smith should be ashamed of himself. And I think deep down, he really is. I think he's still beating himself up for being a fat fuck a few years ago. Nah, I think I liked it. I enjoyed it, man. Which is all you're just making Brad's case. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I agree. You thought I agree, that joke? That's why. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> 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 no, nah, I like the. Uh, I just, I just liked it because I, I expect it to be silly and ridiculous. You know what I mean? I. That's what I. Exactly what one. I went in. I wasn't expecting. looking for Shakespeare. I was looking yeah. for. And a, a, like a modern day extension of what that universe was. And yes, I called it a universe just to appease you. But I mean, you know, Clark's, Clark's was whip smart. Yes. Chasing yep. Amy was whip smart. Dogma was fantastic. All yes. of those movies were also reflective of the years they were made. This True. was just literally a nudge and a wink to the audience. Yeah. And that's, that's what it was supposed to be. Callbacks and cameos. But at no point did they ever make me believe that well i mean i'm not going to get into it but the whole central plot point was stupid kevin smith stunt casting his daughter who's a hideous hag if there ever was one she's got a voice twice as deep as kevin smith's no is it does she have a deep voice oh she she's got that weird like she sounds like she's got a cold but it never gets over it oh i know yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, she's she's like she's trying to sound smoky and sultry, and she's just awful. She's like twenty one, and she's she's already in all of his movies, and he Ugh. should be ashamed of himself for that. Keep her behind the camera or locked in a broom closet, wherever it is. People, right? Like she that. got she she <laughs> landed she landed that role for uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie on her own. He even wrote the part in the movie for her because she, they because he liked her monologue. Well, Which movie? Have... The. Uh, um, what's that Hollywood movie? The last one he just did. Oh, I haven't seen that one. And what he did was when he he was casting for the parts of the Manson Family Girls. Yep. And he didn't want them to read the script. He told all the people going in for the part to write a monologue, and you know, and do it. So they all came in, they did their monologues, and she did hers, and she didn't get the part. <clears throat> but he ended up writing in a part for her because he liked her monologue so much, and. Kevin Smith never called him. He doesn't. I mean, he knows him, but he doesn't really know him. But he never called him. He never did anything. She went in there and did it on her own. And apparently, she did fantastic in the movie. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently, she did a great job. I'll check it out. I'm not a huge Tarantino fan, but I heard this one's the exception, not the rule. So I will check that out for sure. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I have no doubt she's got talent, but she reminds me of like the theater girl in high school that spent half of the day out in the courtyard smoking cigarettes. And the other half, like painting her walls black and t- talking about pain. <laughs> she's just she's a, one of a that. teenager. <laughs> no, 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 she's there. You know, clicks. She she was. No, I know what you're saying. On the tail end, she dated one of the auto shop guys. You know, <laughs> but deep down, he's like she was a chrysalis, and there was a butterfly just waiting to emerge. Didn't happen in this fucking turd of a movie. It was just another caterpillar that climbed out. Yeah. 
Jesus with a Christ. weird mole on her face. <laughs> oh, like if you're Cindy Crawford, you can get away with having one of the Lee press on moles, but you can't do it when you're fucking ugly already. So anyhow, that was yes. my week. Happy opening day. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Enough of this. Dave, how was your week? My, uh, my week started off a little rough <laughs> Monday morning. My, uh, my wife is heading. I'll say what? No, I, I know about your week. <laughs> oh, it's, uh... I just do it and I'll say, <laughs> but, yeah. So she's, she heads downstairs Monday morning or starts to, to do some laundry. And she's like, um, did we get an oil delivery? And I was like, yeah, why? She goes, it smells like oil in the basement. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I go down there, and sure enough, there's a leak in the oil tank. So I've got this big puddle of home heating oil on my basement floor in front of the washer and dryer, which is fucking super. So I've got to <laughs> fucking haul all this shit out of the basement, 8 o'clock in the morning, haul all this shit out. I'm trying to soak it up, so I spent half the morning trying to clean up that mess. I end up with the, the heating oil company coming out. To, they, luckily, they could patch it. And fix it for the time being. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to need a new tank, but I don't need it right this minute. <clears throat> well, yes. what, I mean, How long did I give that patch? I rode a tire that popped once and I plugged it and the thing lasted me five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's a magnetic patch. So they put. Oh, they put really? Some, yeah. They put a sealer on it and the magnet sticks to the steel tank. So it just it and it was like the leak was like a the drip from an IV. It wasn't a lot. Or Craig trying to piss on a Sunday morning. It was a really slow <laughs> Craig right after a moment of ecstasy. That's right. So, <sighs> um but it was enough, like it soaked it's the the mat that I had in the basement in front of the washer and dryer was just soaked in heating oil. And I've got to figure out a way to to get this out of the house without making more of a mess. So I threw away more clothes and shit that was in the basement just because it touched the oil. And then then it, this oil's just leaking into my driveway because I bagged it into like seven or eight different garbage bags. Yeah. And it's it makes it finds its way out. So I, I'm here. I am washing my driveway like a like an 80 year old Portuguese woman. <laughs> it smells like pits <laughs> and diesel. Right. And it looks like. It, <laughs> <laughs> we just it was like the river of toxic regret flowing down my street i feel bad for anybody just smoking a butt walking by and tossing that thing <laughs> like like it was it was so bad like cousin eddie would have been like that's not right yeah <laughs> that's, that right there is dangerous um yeah. So, but since Monday, I've been dealing with that lingering odor of home heating oil in the house. Yep. And today at, at, at lunch, I just said, fuck it. I went downstairs and I took bleach and hot water and I like on my hands and knees, fucking scrubbed the concrete floor until... and, made, and, and made a bomb. Yes. Because isn't that like bleach <laughs> diesel? <laughs> like if you had fertilizer in your garage, you would blew your neighborhood up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you Googled how to clean that. No, not even close. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I soaked up like I, I threw down um, sawdust all over the floor and soaked yeah. up all the, the oil and everything. And I let the sawdust sit for three or four days. But then I just needed to get the smell out. So I needed something more yeah. to cut it. So that's what I've, I've been dealing with that all week. And then to, just to kind of put the cherry on top of my week yesterday in the middle of the afternoon, I go upstairs. It's, it's time for my, my post coffee pre-lunch dump. I gotta make room for food, right? <laughs> so I go upstairs and I'm, I'm in the process of sitting on my toilet and I fucking headbutt the handle on my shower in front of me. <laughs> we have a stand-up shower in that bathroom, and the handle's got sharp corners. I put a fucking dent and gouge right on the tip of my hairline on my forehead as I was sitting down to take a dump. So now I'm sitting on the toilet trying to push but not push too hard because I don't want to pass out because I'm losing blood from my forehead. <laughs> but I've got this this Pop-Tart coffee turd pushing its way out at the same time. <laughs> and I'm trying to find the balance between enough enough lower pressure but keeping you know pressure up top equal. It was yeah, all you got to keep it balanced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all I need is my wife. Like a scuba diver. Yeah. Yeah, all I need is, yeah. is to like is to pass out like mid turn. My wife find me bleeding from the head with the shit hanging out of my ass, lying on the bathroom floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, be great, like, just not your cool. eulogy. Oh, he went peacefully. He went as we expected. That's right. <laughs> At least he died doing what he loved. <laughs> thing that would have made it worse if i was like if i was mid-stroke when all this happened yeah. <sighs> oh, god oh my god so is that, that was... the real reason you shaved because you had pop torts and heating oil in your beard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was strawberry frosted dingleberries yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that was my week, so I've, I've, it's been a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thanks for asking. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, how could we not? When I look at the no. outline, I said, "Hurt my head taking a shit." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a good friend would elaborate that and maybe ask if you were okay. I'm not a good friend. And so I, I was looking forward this week to. No, I immediately was like, I wish I was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that without sure. actually seeing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like with like those bars, like from like the like, <laughs> those censored bars. Like, <laughs> if, if, if life had a real filter where you could blur out the whole background but just focus on one thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your sad face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He mopped up the blood. He was writing notes down. I can't wait to tell everybody about this on the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's Get, my phone. Get my phone. The worst part was like, I've got to come downstairs now to my wife, who's working pretty much at the bottom of the stairs, holding a tissue to my forehead after I just went upstairs to, to grow a tail. And she's like, What the fuck happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
Oh, my yeah. God. Can you imagine Dave never shared these stories, like shit stories? It'd be a two-man show. Right? I mean, honestly, with a big scar on your forehead and Pop-Tarts on what's left of your beard and, and a turd hanging out of your ass, you're still more fuckable than Kevin Smith's daughter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we're, we're not going to be getting that tell him Steve Dave money anytime soon, I can tell you that. <laughs> Anywho, what do you say? Should we do an episode? Uh, we can certainly try. Yeah. All right. Before we even get into it, though, yeah, let's try to do an episode, but are there i know we don't want to talk about coronavirus anymore it's taking up too much of the show no nah, we just leave it or leave it alone uh, but are there any like and nobody is coming to us for news or breaking ideas or anything <laughs> so let's just what let's move on to yeah exactly uh well what's what's the latest in shit dave <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i just covered that right yeah, well, yeah. You, you covered a lot more than that but, uh, are there any non-coronavirus headlines worth mentioning? Is there anything going on in the world that maybe wouldn't have made a normal show, but might help us forget about coronavirus for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man, I think Dave had one. I didn't. I didn't have anything, man. I didn't have any headlines, but you know, I've I've had this <laughs> this thought. Like, was it two weeks ago we talked about Corey Feldman? In his stupid documentary. <laughs> and I just keep laughing because this whole week I've been thinking, like, how pissed is this guy that he fi- he finally, after two decades of trying and threats from the wolf pack, he finally get out his documentary and then coronavirus happens and everyone forgets about him again. The fu- <laughs> yeah, fucking mother nature basically told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> This is nature's Crisco. Yeah. Earth was like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Mother nature just came and hamed all over yeah. this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's just been making me laugh all week. Like I could just picture him with his stupid makeup face sitting at home on his couch. Like, God damn it. Now yeah, what? wearing his really French Renaissance clothes. Yeah. Like it's just sitting there. <laughs> like, okay. I hope Corey Feldman's sitting in a room with two razor blades and somebody's just singing, go for it. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> Enough with him. Oh, oh my God, yeah. that fucking guy. That was it. That just, yeah. like, it just. The earth was like, all right, that's it. This this guy again? Fuck yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm taking these fuckers out. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> If I have to kill a million people uh, to make people forget about him, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really it's all fucking, it's all his fault. Ugh. But anyway, <laughs> I got to tell you, the one headline that really jumped at me this week is uh, Britney Spears claims to run a hundred meter dash faster than Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> and in a related story, all the domestic violence charges against Kevin Federline have been dropped because those black eyes came from her tits. Yeah. <laughs> she really said that. Yes, she did. She did. And I, I don't know if she's trying to be funny, ironic, or try to carve out a new personality for herself as she approaches middle age as a fading pop diva. 
But I yeah. actually think that Britney Spears, in her own little corner of the universe, believes that she's faster than the fastest man on earth. <laughs> does, what, does she have anything to support this claim? She can't even yeah. support those tits. She Did went she... to she went to stop running, blacked out, and then was at the finish line and thought, "Wow, I got here in a fucking half a second! I'm incredible." That's what happened. Suns moved two thirds of the way across the sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meth will do that. Well, but... yeah, meth is crazy. <laughs> Pretty sure she wrote a song called "Crazy" too. Uh, it was wonderful uh the other headline that jumped at me i thought you guys would have liked this one pablo escobar's cocaine hippos might actually be restoring (laughs) i didn't read the article but it's nice to know that in the wake of all this tragedy across the world from mother nature it's healing itself the pollution (laughs) clearing above china waterways are clearing in venice cocaine hippos are restoring colombia's ecosystem life (laughs) finds a way Cocaine hippos. <laughs> That's like my favorite fucking word ever made. <laughs> His cocaine hippos. Are we talking? Are we, fat That's what I was saying. Are we talking about animals here or all his side chicks? Yeah. That's the thing. I got. I bet you he's dating some girls that are so fucking ugly, but they're willing to do anything for him that they don't even stop him at the border now. They just let these hags walk their way through with just pounds of cocaine, you know, under the third and fourth flaps of each gut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great is when they were digging in his grave if they found like a drum full of his money. <laughs> that motherfucker's bad. They said there's there's got to be fucking hundreds of millions of dollars buried all over fucking Colombia. They, they have no idea where it is. Because they did uh, some farmer did find a bunch of it. Really? Yeah, not too long ago, dug, dug up something. It was like uh, 40 million. No yeah, shit. What was his name before he got murdered? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he turned it right over as soon as he found it. Um, <laughs> out of pure fear. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Out of, pure free, uh, out of pure fear. Exactly. But uh, and they say that he's got he's got to have close to a billion dollars buried wow. around uh, around all around Colombia. That's a good question. What's what's the point of having all the money if you can never use it or let anybody know you have it? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. It was like it was it it wasn't. I think at that point, it is no longer about money. It's it's not. It's more about power and being able to make people do things. And being in charge more than the money, because at, at what point when he first went to prison and 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 got out, he could have just said, "Okay, I'm legitimately out. I'm done." And he had hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And he could have just, I I mean, you yeah, know, my he could have just tapped out and said, "I'm going to live here with my wife and kids, and that's it. I'm done." I'm afraid to jump a red light, so yeah. I'm not, maybe not the guy who should be speaking to this, but. At the same time, I, I, I find it crazy, that especially from a guy who did get caught once and did time for it. In a Colombian prison, I don't care if yeah. you know, it's one of those club feds down there. It's probably still pretty nasty. Then he I built can't... his own prison. Yeah, <laughs> he did. That's that's how influential. He ran for president while being a known fucking cartel leader and almost won. And then 
he built when they they arrested him the second time he built his own prison that was the only way he would turn himself over no shit and he built his own prison with and hired his own guards <laughs> and they allowed it and this motherfucker stayed in a fucking basically a fucking resort and oh they were shipping in fucking they had uh guards at the gates they was they were shipping in every friday night hookers all kinds of shit coming in on trucks <laughs> like and dropping them off and he had wait, wait, when and, when oh, when how did they get the cocaine hippos in right <laughs> exactly so yeah the cocaine hippos this guy oh, this guy owned hippos <laughs> he, he, he didn't just he didn't just go to El Pet store down the street either. <laughs> no. This motherfucker owned a he built a zoo. He had peacocks, fucking flamingos, fucking hippos, tigers. <laughs> on on his property, right? He didn't just like build it somewhere yeah. else. This was his his, no. his house. This was his house. Yeah. His house was like fucking six flags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he probably owns all the other major exports. Like figure Columbia's number one exports coffee. Number two is sugar cane. Number three is cocaine. And number yep. four is jungle creatures, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Racist. He was. It's, <laughs> he was a fucked up dude. And uh, he had cocaine I, I, hippos. I, I, he had cocaine hippos. I wish him the best. Yep. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, that was it for headlines. That I, I wish him the best. What less worms digging through his eyeballs? No, because <laughs> even <laughs> he bought himself a better afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's in like heaven plus. You know, like <laughs> like how we upgraded the software. Yeah. He's in, like, business class heaven. Yeah. <laughs> business class heaven. He's, like, in the quiet car on the Amtrak, you know? He's doing yep. pretty well for himself. But anyway, <laughs> what do you say? You want to – let's get away from that. Uh, Dave, yep. you had some pretty good ideas this week, so let's kind of get into what the theme of the show is. Well, it almost it almost stemmed from the overwhelming amount of news about the one big story there is right now, and we, we didn't want to – let that kind of drive everything we're doing and dictate it. But there are some interesting, I don't say side effects, but repercussions that we're all dealing with about, you know, being, having cabin fever, I guess is kind of where it came from. Right. So, so we kind of went down that road of, of we need to be done and get away from this endless barrage of, of news stories. So we, Brad did a good job of kind of laying out some ideas of, where we can go with that so i guess the first big thing is if anytime you turn on the news open up your an internet browser anything you're seeing the same types of stories yeah and you need to check out of it for a while so we we wanted to kind of ask the question is getting away from reality a good thing or a bad thing you know i think now's a really that's a good time to talk about it i think i think uh i would say absolutely for one thing um, to an extent, I mean, depends how you go about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, go ahead. Well, I'm saying, get you know, to break breaking away from reality. Are you doing it, um, in a sense of doing, ignoring what's going on in in the world, and maybe reading a book or watching movies or doing something <laughs> like that, or are you fucking blasting fat lines and doing mushrooms and running in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> That's There's not never good. a gray area with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. 
there's yeah. never some kind of weird middle ground that normal people would <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Just, automatically, it's mushrooms and the woods. Yeah, why, yeah. why, why can't I just have have a drink or smoke a joint on my patio? Exactly. Oh, there's I that. Just gotta get raped. Well, th- no. Well, that's my thing. Is that I don't classify that as being insane. You know what I mean? That's that to me is watching a movie or, or reading a book. <laughs> you know? uh, I, in a in a weird way, that makes sense. No, but that's what I mean. You're relaxing. You're having a whether you're having a beer and watching a movie, or smoking a joint and watching a movie, or reading a book, or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, it depends. But it's absolutely a great thing, even not in times like this. You need that break to. That's what like one of the things I did a lot because my mind is always going 100 miles and I have like that overactive mind, you know what I mean? It's I can't concentrate on shit for too long without cuz without three other things going on at the same time in the back of my head. You know what I mean? So one of the things that used to work for me was when I like, you know, I've talked about it before, painting miniatures. Um because when I used to do is that, that what you that call whacking only, off? Yeah. Painting the miniature. miniature. Yeah, <laughs> put a little smiley face <laughs> on the tip and talking to it. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. What you doing, Fonzie? <laughs> <Back in the-> <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> just put your, just grit your teeth and knuckle under. It'll be over soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you make it realistic and spell Fonzie backwards? Yeah. No, but that was one of the things that, and what I used to do is I would sit down and I would, I put that, and I used to put audio books on, right? So I have an audio book playing, and I'd be painting, and that would be for the first time, like all day and night. That would be the only thing I was thinking about at that point, and it was that it was the best thing in the fucking world to me, you know what I mean? Because all of a sudden when I was done, I was relaxed. I wasn't fucking tense. My teeth weren't clenched. <clears throat> I spent most of my days walking around my teeth clenched. You know what I mean? Cause I'm just, it was just stressful, you know? So I think now is even more of a time to find something to say, Hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to binge watch this show on Netflix. Is it productive? No, but is it keeping me fucking sane? Because I'm not everything I look at. Isn't fucking COVID-19. Fuck yeah, because it's. I had to tell my wife, like, you need to fucking put your phone down for a minute and stop looking at the news stories because it's crazy. You know what I mean? It's it's too much. I'm the worst with that. I, I time myself once with a stopwatch, and my, I instinctively, I'll put the phone to the next to me so it's not even in my peripheral vision, and I'll still find myself looking back at it just in case that ever-important email from fucking whatever company comes through. Yep. You know, and yeah. it's, it becomes obsessive after a while. And the fact that it's so knee jerk is scary. So I get it. I get no, it. You're absolutely I, right there. No, and I and I do. And I've done it. You know, I was doing it, too. I saw you get sucked. I get sucked into my phone. And I'm like, and I'm like, what? I'm reading the same fucking story. I know it's bad. I know what I need to do. Enough. Tell me when it's done. <clears throat> you know what I mean? <laughs> Until then, I'm going to fucking listen to Stephen King talk about a, a virus that killed everybody in the world. <laughs> I need to relax. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. Listen to the stand <laughs> while I'm painting. It. You know. that no, but you need to longer than the virus. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's just it it is it's it so i to me i think you need it whether it's in a time like this or just your regular week just to get out of your own head for a little bit and and not deal with things that's the thing is not i gotta counter you though you know i would I oh, actually, of I, yep. the one thing I got to say about this one is, and we were as much a part of this as anybody, we didn't take it too seriously. We assumed, and rightfully so, because so many of these things are broken out in China and other countries where maybe their <coughs> sanitation are enough to snuff, or maybe their food preparation isn't quite what we're used to over here. But we always yeah. just assume it's going to stay, quote unquote, over there. Over there, yeah. But this one, as soon as it hit Europe, all of a sudden everybody's like, wait a minute. We Wait, that's not supposed problem. to happen. Yeah. And then, well, maybe there was a lot of tourism. And, there was, you know, only Russia has like almost no cases. And do you know why? Yeah, but they've had a thousand. Over the course of Russia, I can take that. That's okay? a fucking gigantic country. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rhode Island, you know, we are the exception in the United States. Uh, we've, we've got 160 some odd cases, none of them fatal, and very few of them actually I see yeah. you. Yeah. No one's intubated. I mean, you know, and I'm knocking on wood right now because I really hope that what we did is the right thing. But look yeah. at what's happening in New York. Yeah. They're telling everybody down there, just assume you have it and stay the fuck inside. And yeah. I already know two people with it now. Really? You know, yep. Former coworkers. Yeah. And they're feeling fine. They're not showing too many of the symptoms. Well, one of my buddy's girlfriend, he has the, uh, she has uh, the loss of taste and the loss of smell. That's and weird. no other symptoms. It's weird, but that's it. It's hitting everybody in different ways. This thing mutates. And what I'm saying, to get back to the point, is I think in this case, people do need to act a little more informed. It was, what, a week ago? People were still on the beaches in Clearwater, Florida, partying it up. Yeah, yeah. And it's because nobody took it seriously. Maybe if people paid attention to the numbers, because if you look at Florida now, half of those kids are infected. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I guess. So, no, that you're. I'll agree with that on, on that with the counter, because... I'm looking at it as a fact. I'm paying attention to it, but then I started paying too much attention. Yeah, there's a difference between I, paying attention, staying informed, and, and blatantly ignoring. Yeah, yeah, that I'll <laughs> yeah. agree with 100. percent Don't obsess. Yeah. It does no good. Yeah, yeah. Like, but exactly. I, I just think when you're inundated with something, you can't ignore what's stabbing you. And I think in this case, turning on, uh, turning off, and tuning out isn't the answer. No, I mean, it's 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 not the answer. But I think. For a little bit to, do, to I mean, I think you know, to you say, need, "Hey, I'm going to shut everything off." Yeah, go ahead, Dave. I'm you, sorry. You I'm need. Sorry. I think everybody needs that little mental break For to just kind of check yeah. out. A little while could be an hour. You know what I mean? To just not do nothing else. Like I'll do that when I'm at work. Like I'll I'll put some music on and just focus on what I'm doing and listen to the music from, from eight to five. No. <laughs> I wish I could argue, but there have been days I've done that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, I still need to to check in with what's happening out in the world. I'll do that a couple times a day. With something like yeah. this, it's very easy to get overwhelmed and obsessed, and it becomes uh, uh, the stress point increases hundredfold if you get hyper focused on it. So I think I think taking a break from things but being responsibly informed makes sense. Now that's different than what we were talking about, which is getting away from reality for a while. So getting away from reality is I think kind of where Brad was going where you can't just pretend that this stuff isn't happening. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, th- there's there's a difference there between c- kind of climbing into your own head for a little while to kind of reset and versus completely disregarding what's happening in the world, just pretending like everything is fine. That's yeah, not a I, Yeah, exactly. And just like I said about Craig, finding that balance. And so that's exactly what you said, too, yeah. is finding the balance. I think when it comes to this, though, I think maybe a little more leaning towards the caution side. Oh, yeah. You know, most, I mean, we haven't left this fucking house. My wife's been going into work, but you got to watch her. She carries those dog shit bags with her now. Anytime she's anywhere, she's not oh, I can touching. She, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> you bring them to the bathroom. Yeah, that's a smart thing to do, man. No, I just I need them on the way to the bathroom just in case. No, it's, it's a smart thing to do. Like today, I even went and the, how about this? I thought I was glad I thought about this when I walked in. When I went to uh, BJ's today, and they have disinfectant bottle and paper towels for you to spray the handles of the carts. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I grab the disinfectant. I, I I go to grab the disinfectant bottle and I stop. And I grabbed the paper towel, and then grabbed and the then bottle. Used it, used it to pick up the fucking yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, this bottle. Everybody's grabbing this thing and squeezing it and disinfecting the handles and then putting it down and fucking <laughs> rubbing their eyes. You know, this, this bottle of <laughs> like, Lysol has Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so I picked it up, I sprayed everything, and then even that, like, took it and I wiped my hands. Then the woman even asked me, "Do you want gloves?" I was like. Yeah, why? I mean, I don't give a fuck if I look like like I'm like some some sort of pussy. You offer offer them to me for free, I'm gonna fucking take them. Yeah, and I'm gonna put them on, and I'm gonna go grocery shopping with them on. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but she opened the box of gloves. Yeah, she was wearing gloves. Yeah, but she's probably touched other boxes of gloves. You're in fact. <laughs> no, it's it's <laughs> impossible. Well, it was funny. I said this to Snoop Dogg today. This is the kid that works the counter at Stop and Shop because he looks exactly like him, right? <laughs> I mean, when I say fucking exactly, you would, if you saw him, you'd ask him for his fucking autograph, right? <laughs> but he's working at the cash register, so you know it's not him. It might be him. But uh, it, it's fucking incredible. It's uncanny. It's I mean, it's a doppelganger. It's ridiculous. But uh, So I said it to him today. I said, you know, we're checking out, and – literally they have things they put these big cough shields these big pieces of plexiglass in front of the fucking registers which should stay there yeah I saw, I saw those yeah and i'm like why wouldn't you keep that there just for the protection of both the customer and the employee you know what i mean but uh anyway so he, he starts i said don't worry about it i'll bag because he goes to help me bag the stuff i said i've already touched it i'll grab it i'll do it you know so he's like, no, no. He's like, I'll help you. He's like, I got hand sanitizer right here. He starts putting it in. So I'm like, it's amazing how much shit you touch in one day, isn't it? He goes, I can't believe it. Right away, he's like, it's a, it's incredible. He goes, now that you're thinking about it, the the amount of stuff that you every time you touch something, you're like, oh, oh, no, I gotta, oh, I gotta sanitize. I gotta, <laughs> like, it's it's crazy. It's gonna be it's years crazy. before we recover from this and start acting normal again. Yeah. I don't think you're going to go into business meetings with around a round of handshakes anymore. I, I, no. don't think, I don't think you're going to see as many people like hunkering up to a bar together. No, no. I want to see finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's I want finger guns. Me and Fran have been doing it. 
Oh we started doing it. We were like, fuck it, finger guns. Oh, my God. How, how happy is Fran? She finally has an excuse not to touch you. Not to touch me. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> no, it's funny. Photo. That's plenty of an excuse right there. No, she started – it was it, tur- it started uh, in the beginning of the week as a joke because we went to high – because me and Fran, every time one of us says something stupid, like funny, we'll high-five each other, right? <laughs> Just it's just something we've always so, done. So and, uh, you haven't gotten a high five in weeks, have you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we went to do it the other day, and it was funny because both of us at the same time went, "No," we like stopped, like, "Oh, we can't do that," you know. So she's like, "No, you got to do this," and she put her elbow out, like to bump elbows, and then that was it. And we we're like, "No, no," we're like, "Nope, finger guns." That's it. Every time we do something, we got to think we're doing finger guns to each other. My wife's out right now having a social distancing beer with the neighbors. They're standing 10 feet apart in the middle of the street drinking beers. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. I'm thinking all our parties should be like this. Yeah. Right? I'm on the Mike's deck anymore. Let's like have two people on Mike's deck and then two in the other corner of the yard. We'll call that a party. Right? I like that. Good with that. And only one person can be in his living room when he's cranking music. And that's him. Yeah. <laughs> so how about the pool guy showed up at my house on Tuesday. All of a sudden my dog's barking like a motherfucker. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I look, there's the pool guy. He's in my yard spray painting the grass. Wait, is this right? is this the guy, the original guy that you had last year or no, the new guy? No, 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 no. This is the new guy, Joe. Okay. Joe's Joe's on it. Joe's awesome. Well that's why I just want to make um, sure like the other guy didn't just show up and be like, hey, like everything is okay. No, Joe's on it, but so I look out the window. Joe's in my Joe's seventy-two years old. Yeah. Right? He's been run, he's been running this company for 50, 53 years, wow. right? I mean, no, I'm sorry, uh, forty-three years. He's been running this company, and so he's out in the yard. I look at I look out the window. He's got a he's got he's wearing a surgical mask in my yard, spray painting the ground. And I look, <laughs> and he's got his grandson with him. You know, so I so I open the door. I walk outside. I'm like, listen, I'm gonna stay over here. Well, he's like, no, this is perfect. He's like, this is great. <laughs> you know, he's like, I just, I didn't. He's like, I didn't know you were home. I'm like, yeah, I was. You know, was, he's like, I'm just mocking shit out. But it was just so which, funny. This, which means he thinks him. your yard is contagious. Yes, based solely on meeting you, he thinks even your yard he, is gross. Did anybody be me wrong? It might have been just to avoid the paint fumes. No, not at all. This guy is. If you're, if you're working, if you're a stonemason. And you and you do all this shit, and you're installing pools, and you fucking put a mask on to spray fucking three mocks in the grass, you're gonna get laughed out of the business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. What are some of the stupidest things we've ever done when we're bored? Started a uh, podcast. So, <laughs> the funny thing is, I immediately thought was talking to Brad in the bar. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Franz and home been going about... talking to Craig ever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, fir- the first time I talked to Craig, I thought he was hitting on me. <laughs> I was. Yeah. But you just. Yeah. I made a comment to the bartender about Comic Con or something, and then he moved a seat over immediately, like he sidled. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, right I did. Yeah, it was, and he had Manny with him, which was weirder because Manny looked like his bouncer, and he like he was the pimp. <laughs> yeah, 
And Craig was trying to yeah. sell himself for money. Now, I was actually trying to fucking get Manny to fuck you. I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> I just wanted to watch. It was oh a my freak God. show. No. Isn't that how the California <laughs> brush fire started? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, so what do you say? Weirdest things are you bored? No, the dumbest things. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, oh. I remember one day. I was, it, this was when I was young. I was still, um, I was going, I was in elementary school, maybe junior high school, and I was home after school and I didn't have anything to do. I made myself a peanut butter and chocolate chip sandwich. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. see anything wrong with that. It's gross. Yeah. yeah I, I'm kind weird. of on, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of on board with that and, <laughs> and intrigued. All right. So, so yeah. bad example for you, you, you idiot. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really do. Yeah. yeah, I, uh, there was another time I was in my, my, uh, my room as a kid and I had a lot of GI Joes and they used to have like missiles and torpedoes you could fire and stuff. And for some yeah. reason I was sitting in my room and I had one of those little missile torpedo things and I was just holding it and I dug a hole. And his asshole is wrecked no. for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We never did find Destro, did yeah. we? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Destro was a drag queen. Let's be honest. Right? Yeah. But he was nice and shiny, so he slid right up. That's right. He yeah. was... <laughs> Destro was just a fucking big anal toy. He was a dude who identified as a bumper of a Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went with Destro because... The nickname butt plug was taken. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? My favorite G.I. Joe was Snow Job. Can you imagine once you realize yeah. what that was a play on? Yeah, right. right. That dude with skis again. Was, was, were his cheeks all puffed out? No, he was on. He was in an all-white outfit on skis, and he looked like he was on holiday with his closeted boyfriend. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. When you took him out of the package, he smelled like bleach. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just amazed we got through this many jokes and Craig hasn't said pink eye yet. Yeah. Oh no, it's coming. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus. So Dave, as you are. I know I got nothing now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. What'd you do with your no, GI no. Joe's, Dave? What did you do? I dug a hole in the wall. I just sat in my room and I slowly ground a hole into the drywall in my bedroom for no reason. It's fucking G.I. Oh, Joe toys? Yeah. You know just, how long that took just, with a plastic toy? I was going to say, they don't make trailers like they used to. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. Like, you started, like, you, po- you poked a little, like, you started to, and you're like, oh, it's doing something. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, and then it just kept going, and the yeah. next thing you know, there's a giant hole there. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, you know, and after that, I didn't think about what my father would do and then how he would create a larger hole with my face after seeing that small hole I made with a toy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I did shit like that. I took, I took my mother's vacuum apart completely. And, and <laughs> all started, it, it, oh, it all started because you know where you wrap the handle, like I mean, the wrap the cord around the handle. Yeah. It was all loose. So I was like, well, I'm going to fix it. And 
but the screw was popped out enough that it, it was like stripped so you couldn't get it back in so i'm like all right i'm gonna take the that piece off and put it back on but then when i took it off i'm like well i'll take this piece off and put something behind it so it goes in and then next thing you know i took the whole fucking vacuum box <laughs> because i just wanted to see what was going on inside of it and yeah it was fucking my mother flipped the fuck out <laughs> Did she find and you put, right away? Oh, well, yeah. I was in, like, parts all over the well, place. No, no, no. What I mean is I, I didn't know if you did it while she was, like, at work or something. Oh, no. She, she was at, yeah, she, yeah, she was at work. Totally. And I was like, I can have this back together. Mm. <laughs> Before she gets back. Not even close. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I did other stuff like that. I took other stuff apart. I usually like taking things apart just to see how they work. Or, you know what I mean? If things broke, I'd take it apart first before I threw it out. Yeah. I wanted to see. I'm like, oh, I could probably fix it, you know? But, uh, so I did that, and that was brutal. But, I mean, I also did things. I used to freeze my G.I. Joes in, in uh, paper cups. What? <laughs> like, fill them with water and dump the G.I. Joe in it? Uh, yeah, dump the G.I. Joes in them and freeze them in there. Dude, I, I, stuck my <laughs> I stuck my Optimus Prime in the microwave once and put it on for a minute. And just watch this spark and, and like blue lightning fly off him. I thought it was the coolest thing. I ruined the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But he transformed. Oh he, that's what yeah, was he, he transformed into a piece of trash. I I I, 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 I didn't do anything with my GI Joes, but my Star Wars figures, the ones that all be worth millions right now. Yeah. Yeah. I had a I had a Tonka dump truck that had a hole that like was a lock for the dump truck portion. And so I used to behead all of my Star Wars figures. <laughs> the, the, the hole, the locking hole was a perfect size. So I put the normal headed people, like Chewbacca did not apply here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. C-3PO and, and, and Luke and everybody, you put that head right down, you slam the thing, and their heads would come rolling out of the bottom. It was, like, <laughs> it was a ritual. And yet my mother even then said, you know, you might want those when you're older. If I these were original edition, like yeah, cloth that I mean, the no vinyl shit. This was like the real deal. I, oh yeah, it was a it was bad. I could have paid for college with some of these. Yeah, and I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So, uh, but hey, watching a beheading, it, it's <laughs> right. I, an itch. I had an itch and I played it. I remember standing. Um, what was uh Zartan and what was the Indian's name? Oh my the GI Joe Indian. Um, oh, sh- it was probably something very racist. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, was. He was uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, how the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah. No, he but the Indian one. But uh, no, I remember bending the name? Indian over in the road and having Z- Zatan stand behind spirit. him, like he was butt fucking him in the- spirit. Yes, in oh, the street. God, that's the name of a horse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spirit. Listen, I bent them over like like Zatan was butt fucking him in the middle of the road and sat there for at least forty five minutes before our car hit him. <laughs> like that was my. I was like, I was just like, a car's gonna run them over. I used to do that all the time. Throw a car, throw something out there and wait for a car to run it over. That was like my big thing. And that this was, was a road thing. It was. <laughs> it was. 
I used to do it all the time. I'd lay something out in the street and wait for a car to run it over. And it was like, yeah. Can I ask why he had to be butt-fucking him to do it? Like, what part of that got you off? The fact that he I was, was fucking a horse or the fact I was like that 12. the car hit them while it was happening? No, I was like 12. I'm like, let me make them do weird shit. And yeah, he's butt-fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. Bottom line. I don't need to explain myself, damn it. <laughs> I once tried to build a bomb with an erector set because I thought that, like, the two volts of power in that battery was going to be enough <laughs> if we just put the little clamp on something that I was going to yeah. energize it and it was going to come to life. I had seen just enough bad movies to think that as long as I put something metal on something else metal, it yeah, would activate up. an engine that didn't exist. And so I tried to build bombs with that. I used to build booby traps in my yard, too. This made my dad very happy. Yeah. It wasn't even like Home Alone wasn't even a thing yet. But I built, like, traps in my yard to try to catch people, like burglars. Because when we were kids, (laughs) burglars were going to be a big problem. So I I dug about two-foot holes in my yard, and then I covered them up with grass clippings and branches. And my dad finally was mowing the lawn one day and just went down. <laughs> you know, you got him. him. You got him. Yeah, I'm like, I got him. I got him. And then yeah. he got me. And that was yeah. it. <laughs> That's fantastic. It turns out you only need one good foot to beat the shit out of somebody with a gun. <laughs> Lesson learned. Right? Oh, God. And then oh, uh, more recently, I explored the dark web. Once. No, you didn't. The dark web. Really? Well, yeah, I tried they, they have that tour browser you can go on anonymously and check it out. And really? within seconds of your arrival. Yeah, you get the tour browser. It's basically um it reroutes your IP address across thousands across the web so you'll yeah. never be tracked. And you can go, it's very slow, but you can get down there and right away they give you this obligatory warning on the tour browser homepage. Whatever you do here, uh it, we're not responsible. Yeah, and the idea you can use it to surf the web. It's fine, but when you they immediately give you a directory, and it's like, that if directory, you want to buy a human hand, it's not our fault. Yeah, <laughs> but here's yeah. a link to do it. But and here's a link to do it. Yeah, I, I'm not even exaggerating. Within four minutes, I was probably already on sites where I could buy guns and children, and it was mind blowing because no all shit. their addresses are nothing but mile long series of numbers. Wow. Yeah. There's no, there's no any .com here. It's just yeah. basically number addresses. And you go there, and I clicked around, and I could have bought myself an AK, you know, with no serial numbers, and I could have bought myself a child to shoot as target <laughs> practice. <laughs> minutes of my arrival, and it's all done through Bitcoin, so it wasn't trackable. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. Why everybody was all. Uh, Bitcoin became a big thing and and the price shot up so high because it was unregulated. It has to be regulated because uh, all it's been, it's just used for fucking crime. That's insane. I mean, the things I saw down there. One of the things I loved about the dark web is that's how journalists today are getting their sources. Nothing is being done over standard media. There are no emails giving away sources. If you need an anonymous tip, it's all done on the dark web. And there are plenty of forums and things down there where people are exchanging ideas. Yes, I murdered six people. Here's why. And they're doing it relatively anonymously. The journalists are then going into the dark web and finding these people and creating what they're calling breaking stories. Yeah. And so there is a purpose for it on that level. I have no doubt other things are going on down there. But the child porn trade is alive and well. 
That's fucking awful. And it's Jesus fucking frightening. I spent probably 20 minutes exploring. I said, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like the I don't have thing. a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It was scary. But, you know, at the same time, it's fascinating. They say that the Internet that we know is the iceberg that sticks out of the water. Oh, and the absolutely. Dark web is what's underneath. And I, I tend to believe that. Oh, no, it's fucking awful. You know that that shit is happening, and it's fucking so god-awful. I mean, what the fuck? Okay, I but we just talked about how one of the most charitable porn sites in the world is Pornhub. They're actually yeah. a reputable business. If you actually they're, look but at they're, the a rep, they're a rep. None of those girls are forced into what they're doing. Not, not the right. point, though. 90% not, of it. It's you know what I mean? Porn. Yeah, right. It's all family. Yeah. Yet, it's a family website. Yeah, and yeah. we're and we're turned off by that. Yeah, they're they're trying to bring that those fuckers up to the surface. Oh, go on, go, go! I tell you, go under. Yeah, I think everybody deserves a shot to go look around and then realize just how nice no. things are above the water. No, I, I really I don't, don't think I could get in there. I, I don't think I could do it. Craig, you could get guns for nothing. Nothing. I don't. I I would rather get my the guns the way I get them. You know. Um, Look at how, what do you mean when you say nothing? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> a handful of favors to be determined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean by nothing, though? You know, <laughs> nah. I, I, you know, as much as uh, I get, I, I like to stay within the law and within a certain morality code. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's uh, there's nothing that can then that can put me outside of that. So, oh my God, this is like in Batman Begins where they drove under the subway, and they went down to hang out with the mob boss, and you know how like the whole city changes. Like Gotham is yeah. a pretty city to begin with, but it yeah. gets really dark under there. That's the visualization I have when I get into the Tor browser. Oh, okay, like the browser gives you one last warning. They're like, you can use this for anything you want. But on the off chance you're here for why we think you're here, click this link. That's the directory. You go down, and it's really hard to find your way out. You can get lost really? down there. And really? Find any, you want to find stolen credit card numbers. You want to find checking account numbers. Every time you get hacked, what do you think that hack lives? Yeah, that's, that's where it goes. It's, yeah, It's all under there. I know, but, I mean, it's readily available. If you have enough Bitcoin, you can buy somebody's bank account, including people of, of note. Really? Yeah. People People of, of, of reputation and, sta- and status. I'm sure half of Hollywood has got some of their credit card information down there. Oh, absolutely. It just to have access to it. That's insane. It's, fucking, then, it's frightening. It's frightening. And probably and probably like like taking little clips at a time. You know what I mean? Taking a little ch- like instead of you just wiping out their account. Bucks there, they spent that. Yeah, they don't. They're not even going to notice it. They're like, "Oh yeah, I must have spent that hundred dollars over yeah, there." Yeah, they're financial you know I mean? paying the bills and not even looking at the break. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm sure that's what's going on. But anyway, enough of that. Um, I don't need to start getting tracked because of this fucking show. <laughs> so. <laughs> All the guys of the FBI, we got him. <laughs> he finally admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> So, Dave, you came up with a great topic. I'm going to introduce it. Yeah, I, go right I think ahead. Since we talked about going dark, not dark web, just going dark, getting off of the grid a bit, getting away from this news 
influx of just bad news. Yeah. And and bad stories and and things that aren't making us feel good. Like if you had to quarantine yourself for real, not just staying home and avoiding breathing on people. I mean like a real quarantine. Let's call it like the desert island idea. Yeah. Like what would you put in your media quarantine kit? That is the question you posed. I love the concept. Yeah. Can you explain it further? Yeah, my thought was if you know we're talking about being on the grid, off the grid, what we do. But let, let's suppose you had a little bit of that that media, that electronics available to you. And my first thought was, you can bring with you three bands, three movies, and three TV shows to sustain your stand your, to sustain your sanity for a while while you're quarantined. Who are you bringing with you? So huh. uh, wow. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I don't know if one of you guys wants to go first, but uh, you know I know Brad, you kind of. Well, it's your idea though. Uh, all right, I mean, I'll I'll lead off. So my first my first three bands, like I've I've probably mentioned this before, but I'm a huge fan of OAR. They're a band to yeah. me that that's I can listen to all year. There's a lot of passion in their music. I just dig it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Seven Dust, and the last one it took a while for me to really think on, and I know. Brad was busting my balls while like, oh, it's gonna be a modern yeah. Marth. Like, that's my new sure. band right now. I don't think I've been a fan of theirs long enough to say they're my band for lockdown. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. well, I mean, the, the one you replaced it with is a natural progression, though. Of course means. it is. <laughs> but like, I landed, <laughs> I landed on Kenny Chesney, and, and it's kind of, of a joke. <laughs> you well, you need laugh. something to jerk off to for five minutes a day, right? <laughs> I mean, I know you guys are going to bust my balls, but the the reality is I've been listening to this for 20 plus years on and off. You know what I mean? It's something that I always end up going back to at some point. If you like it, you like it, man. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. If you enjoy it, who gives a shit? That's it. If you like it, you like it. The other part of it is like I'm old enough and I'm, I'm, I'm like – I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't fucking care what you guys think. I like it. You guys can go fuck off or like, I'm still going to listen to it. You know what I mean? And it's not just you guys. It's anybody. Like, I want to listen to it. You guys are probably going to hate what I got. It doesn't affect my life. I don't give a shit. You can listen to fucking Sesame Street all day. I don't care. Yeah. Exactly. As long as we're not locked in the same room, I'm good with it. Well, yep. that's just it. Exactly. I mean, is this, is this a true solo quarantine? Yeah. Or do I have to share it with you guys? Yeah, no, this is headphones. Yeah, that's like, what I'm, that, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, this is your uh, and, your little solace. That's it. Yeah. Well, then, by all means, have your Kenny Chesney, but those headphones better be noise canceling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean for you. Yeah. I don't want any sound leakage when you put on OAR and, Kenny yeah. and then try to talk to me about how rocking Seven Dust is. You already blew it, pal. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Anywho, Craig, who are your bands? I, the first one was tough because I like, you know, I want metal. I want to, and I, I love Megadeth and stuff, but like, uh, you know, I don't know, probably Metallica would be my one, like, because it's going to be metal. I want yep. some of that. I love, I've loved them since when, you know, when I was a kid, when they first came out, I was like, oh shit, this man followed them all the way through. Am I a, huge fan of what they're doing now not really but you know what hey they, it is what it is album. i don't care what you anybody said i love that new album but uh but it is what it is and so i would want that heavy aspect yeah you know what i mean and then uh other than that then i would want zeppelin which would be that in between oh. rock and roll um that rock and roll 
blues and heavy aspect. I would have it all wrapped into one. It's funny because if you think about it, Metallica is basically the Led Zeppelin of our generation. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. They really are. I mean, to think about any band that changed styles as much as Led Zeppelin, it's Metallica. And yep. yet still maintain their audience. You never saw Led Zeppelin go back to play clubs. No. I mean, stadiums are bust. Even Iron Maiden, when they changed singers, went back and did theaters and clubs for a while because they weren't selling the tickets that they're selling now. Metallica never wavered. Even though everybody's like, I hate that album. They still show up. And Zeppelin was the same way until they tapped out, and they tapped out smart in 1980, said, we've got nothing left. And so I admire that. So I'm sorry for interrupting your segment, but I I, I think there's an actual flow to what input. Yeah. And uh, um, and then like I said, like I like that bluesy, and I I love blues. I love southern rock, and I think Zeppelin, not so much the southern rock part of it, but that blues part, is covered kind of by that and the and the rock and roll and everything I like. And then uh, from there I would go Billy Joel because just once in a while I want somebody not screaming at me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That, that just to mellow out and listen to some actual classic nice. Music, nice, you know what I mean. Nice music. Yeah. What's the matter with the drum? <laughs> well, well no, he, he plays no, a lot saying... of like classical, and he's written a lot of yeah. like musicals and things. Rock. Yeah. He'll also yeah, jump no. listen to a Who song. The yeah. guy's yeah. good like that. I, yeah. I, I, he likes punk. I mean, he grew up. Yeah. He was coming out. Punk was huge, like old snotty British punk, you know. But like, yeah, so, and that's what he was doing. He was kind of well his first album. You could see he was trying to go that route. He had a lot of things. He was in a metal band called Attila, yep. which nobody knows, but it was like that yeah. really early 70s metal sound. He was yeah, also he was. Yep. doing classical music and composing. He loved punk, and he loved 50s doo-wop, which yep. you didn't see him do until about 10 years into his till, career. Till the eight, yeah, until the late 80s. 80s, yep. Yeah. He, well, not even the late 80s. It was like, what, 84, 85, when he did like Uptown Girl and all that stuff. Like, like, yeah, that was like 87 or something like that. I guess. Any, any, anything that looked good in a leather jacket was Billy Joel. And that was yep. really all he was about. And, you know, I've seen the guy 12 times, never disappointed yeah. me. Yeah. You no. know, I grew up on Long Island. It's a rite of passage. We mm. all have to go see Billy Joel. At least I was time. a member of the Root Beer Barrel Club. Were you really? Yep. No shit. Yep. I never pegged you for that. But I'm glad to hear that, man. He's good. Billy Joel's good. Yep. No, yeah, I fucking love him. But, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I would want just to have that. Nice. Uh, I stayed movie. all metal, man. I stayed all metal because I figure if I'm trapped in quarantine, I'm going to be angry and I need an outlet. Yep. All right. So, so what do you I got? Did, I got everything Black Sabbath ever recorded. Even that shitty mid 80s stuff where like there was like <laughs> one or two member. Um, all of it's good. It's still bad. Black Sabbath is better than a good blowjob most days. Wow. Uh, yep. Said it. Said it. It's truth. It's a good thing your uh, wife and, doesn't listen to this show. Well, if I if, if I got them, then she'd have something to complain about. But anyway, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. We don't have any extra beds over here, just in case you're wondering. Oh, it's fine. And by the way, we've been social distancing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to laugh because she knows she still can go to bed and I won't be expecting one. So it works out. Um <laughs> Uh, for the death metal stuff, I like a band called Misery Index because they're smart, they're catchy, and yet they're still brutal. All right. And then Iron Maiden because 
fucking godly. All right. All right, so we covered our bands. We covered our musical bases. So why don't we talk about what movies we'd want? So this one's a little tougher, I think, because you have three movies that you can watch, and that's all you can watch in terms of movies during quarantine. So, Craig, what do you got? Done. What do you got? Done. What? Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Jaws, Razor the Lost Ark. All right, so you stroke Spielberg. <laughs> Stroking it hard. Yeah, you are. Jesus. But you know what? Those are the those are the three movies that defined my childhood. Okay. All right. I went and I went to I was like I went back to the theater to see them time and time again. Yeah. Like done. Like I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Th- I I can see that, man. Like those th- those are, I guess I don't say generation defining movies, but those are not only just classics, but. Those are something that those movies are forty years old, all of them. Yeah, and yep. they're still talked about today. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Those, that's that's what I, I mean. That's a no brainer to me, right there. That's what I because those are movies that I watch. I st- I watch them constantly. <laughs> Even now, like you would just sit down and just pick, like go search. I'll, if if I sat down, yes, right now, turn the TV on and said Jaws, done watching it. Well, I guess that's what I'm asking is is. This, I don't know. I think there's a subtle difference between if it's on, you're going to watch it versus actively looking well, for the movie. Yeah, you, no. Yeah, there is there is Godfather is one of those. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. Yep. Um, Fifth Element. Yeah. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. Terminator. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's those. But those are the movies that I would want Got to you. be on. Because those you know movies, whether you, you stumble across them or you put them on yourself, you're going to be interested no matter what. No matter what, I get, yes. Because I, I get like there are some movies that I have to, I have to kind of they have to be on already, and I'll be like, oh shit, yeah, I want to watch that now. But I, if I went to look for it, I'm not as interested. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I'm with yeah, you. I'm totally with you on that. I'll give you an example. Goodfellas. Like, oh, I was going to say like John Wick for me is one of those movies. I fucking love that movie, yeah. but. It has to be on TV like, oh, shit, John Wick's on. I'm watching it. But if I couldn't sit down and be like, I feel like watching John Wick today. Uh, that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't, Brad, you started to chime in. What, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say anything like Goodfellas or anything like that, I almost prefer to stumble on them because not only is it like ending the endless search to find something to oh, watch. Good. Yeah. Harder, but yeah, I'm I'm getting tired of hunting down everything. Which you know, I got Netflix, I got Amazon, I got Hulu. I'm getting tired of going through their endless menu systems to try to find things, and then realizing I get through all the exposition of the movie. If I get to Goodfellas and they're getting to like the heist, the airport heist, I already know shit's about to get real good. Yeah, and then they're gonna play Eric Clapton, and they're gonna find all the dead bodies, including the guy back in the freezer truck and everything, and I'm gonna be thrilled. Yeah, and it's all best parts of the movie right there without having to worry about his dad beating him with a belt because he didn't go to school for two months right or, you know, like that i i think that that's almost a better way to find something it's it, it we used to flip channels as kids yes there there was a, a sport in it there was a, like oh this is a great movie and you leave it and you felt like it was a sense of accomplishment now everything is voice controlled remote controls because using our thumbs apparently is too much exertion yeah <laughs> You know, it's getting stupid yeah. after a while, and there's yeah. no sport in it anymore. No, nah, that's true. That's a good point. 
That's a good point. For me, like for me, there was there was a few. I actually had to think about this a little longer. Um, and Brad, you t- you and I share one of the movies, and and I hadn't I hadn't gotten there yet, and we were typing <laughs> the same time. But you mentioned The Crow, and I was like, yeah, I watch that movie every single year on Halloween. I love that movie. Watch it. When I bought the when I got the VHS, I think I wore it out. Yeah. I know a lot of people say that. It's kind of like this rote and repetitious thing people say. I wore out my... T-. No, I think I did because I rewound yeah. it. The first night I had it, I must have watched it three nights. I passed up on a frat party because I had The Crow. Nice. And I stayed alone in my room and I watched The Crow at least four times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to this to this, to this this day, my wife knows on Halloween, she's like, all right, I'm going to bed. You watching The Crow? Yep. I'll sit by myself. Is it just Halloween? Uh, yeah, every year, Halloween, I watch it. If it's on, you don't TV, watch it any other time of year, though. No, if I, if it's on and I stumble across it, I'll watch it. But that's the only time of year I will go find it and put it on myself. See, to me, that's one of the few movies that goes against what I just talked about. Really, I actually want to see it from the beginning because I think the, the whole setup and the exposition of his story is vital in in setting the tone for why you want to watch it again. Because, in my opinion, and this is going to sound as corny as fuck, but I've already said it on the air at least twice. I think it's the ultimate love story. Yes, you've gotten late to this movie. I, I think, yes, I have. <laughs> because nobody, everybody's like, oh, is it a superhero movie or is it a vampire movie? What is it? And I'm like, it's the ultimate yeah. love story. A guy literally comes back from the dead to avenge the yeah. death of his wife or girlfriend at the time. I think that is not only a great way to get laid, but also a great way to kind of remind you of the gravitas of the whole thing. Yeah. And that's why it was a better than average comic book. And one of the few that I could actually read graphic novel, yep. whatever you want to call it. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm hijacking everything. Now. No, I no, no. I, I, no, no, I, I no, pulled no, you no. in because like, that's, that's a movie you and I both uh, share in terms of what we enjoy. One of the better movies. I mean, the other ones I put in there, I, I thoroughly enjoy the movie inception. I think it's it's a fun, clever movie. I could watch that time and again. Even though I know all the twists and things, I I fucking love that movie. It's just it's yeah. smart. Is it one of those movies that reveals more every time you've seen it? Because I'm embarrassed to admit I've never seen it. It's it's one of those where there's little details and nuances that once you know the plot, the next time you see it again, you look for those things to see what if they hinted towards what the reveals were. Do you know what I mean? So. It, it yeah, almost makes it that. better. Like, I, I know what happens. Let me go back and watch it again to see what I should have seen coming. A lot of the TV shows we like now, The Sopranos and The Sons of Anarchies and these, these you know, highly produced, big-budget TV shows, if you actually go back and watch them, I've seen The Sopranos probably 40 times at this point. Well thought back. out. But if you actually watch it, they tip their hand pretty early. Yeah, about certain characters that you never pick up on even 10 times in. Right. They play, they, they wrote a story. They wrote an entire story start to finish before they filmed an episode. Yeah. And that's, that's like this movie to me is one of those things too. Like that's, that's why I enjoyed that. And and, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. I enjoy his movies in general. I think they're Christopher Nolan makes really, they're smart and they're engaging movies. Yeah. It's a different, Take he's not. He doesn't regurgitate a a story that's been done. It's funny that you said regurgitate as you were like choking back burps. Yeah, I was. I was choking yeah. back a burp. <laughs> you disgusting slob. Uh, <laughs> he uses a lot of the same actors, and and I get that. Like he, you, you get relationships with people and you use that. But the the movies he makes, and he he and his brother write a lot of them, which is I also find interesting. He's not taking someone else's stories. Um, yeah, I find that fun, but. 
And the, the only other movie I thought of was Shaun of the Dead. I think it's one of the better monster apocalypse movies that have been made in the last 50 years. I'll agree with that. It's just, it's uh-huh. fun and it's, no it makes me laugh. And I can, anytime I can watch him be like, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. I love this movie. Yeah. I think Shaun of the Dead got watched more this week than Outbreak or Contagion. Probably. Or those movies. Because in reality, what is everybody talking about on the web now? We're drinking every day because yep. we don't know what day it is. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's treating this like the it's the end of the world, and that's exactly what they did in Shaun of the Dead, and that was the most human reaction. <laughs> Go to the Winchester, have a pint, wait for it yeah. to all blow up. Yeah. I will take that over a 90 people screaming, why is this happening? Ah, a million times. That is not a real human reaction. People will just be screaming fuck repeatedly. Like there's, there's a reason why the Commonwealth of Massachusetts dictated that liquor stores are essential businesses and can stay open. That says a lot about our society. That wasn't for guys like us. That was for alcoholics who were going to go crazy if they don't have their booze. Yeah, probably. That, that was a preventive measure more than anything. <laughs> And I, I mean, I got to agree, like you take drug addicts and, and alcoholics and cut them off from their supplies because they're not essential. You watch how quickly they're roaming the streets worse than coronavirus. Oh, and you, they start going oh, like, yeah. to people's houses. Oh, yeah. Did you see um, the video that Simon Pegg and uh, yes, what's his name? Frost Nick did? Frost. They did yeah. the exact Nick Frost. They, they did the exact thing from, from Shaun of the Dead yeah. <laughs> yeah, about it was the good. COVID virus. Yeah, they, it was right. They were on the phone. He's like, nope. He's like, all right, do not. He's like, do not go to the fucking pub. Yeah. He's like, he's like stay away. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was very clever. I got to give like those guys credit. They have gotten so much mileage out of uh, what was supposed to be a throwaway comedy. Yeah. You got to yep. You got to hand it to them. Fantastic. Anyway, those guys are funny as hell. Yeah. TV shows, Craig, go. TV shows. In your media quarantine, now this is what you're going to watch for the rest of your natural life. For the rest of my life, I am going to probably watch, I would say, It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Then Inbetweeners. Awesome okay. call. Then Game of Thrones. Awesome, awesome call. Nice. Not, not so awesome. <laughs> See, I'm with Craig in uh, Game of Thrones. I had that one too. You know, I honestly, stuck on an island, probably just to have conversation. If we ever cross paths, I probably would watch Game of Thrones all the way through. Because what the fuck else do I have to do? <laughs> but Dave, if you do nothing else, I'll watch Game of Thrones if you watch the Inbetweeners. Best thing oh, Craig has deal. for me. All right. The, uh, I watched it. I've watched it three times through because it's only three seasons. And then they have the movies, which are okay. But The first one was good. The second one sucked. Yeah. The, but the series itself, I've watched three times through. It's like brilliant. It, it's fucking hilarious. It's the best show fucking ever made. All right. <laughs> Bold statement. Dave, I know you've got an argument. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, I, I, I don't have an argument. I think that's, that's, he's got, I mean, Craig's got funny, funny and, and something you can get into. Like I, I said, I agree with Game of Thrones. Like I, I, that to me is one of those immersive type shows that you just, you get into and you I could watch it all the way through again. Um, I also, I, I also wanted Seinfeld. Seinfeld always makes me laugh. It's that, sh- okay. it's that show that's like those everyday situations. Like it's just silly, s- stupid, you know, it's just kind of goofy. And th- then I, I threw in Teen Titans go, which is hilarious. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Right? I don't have to think about anything. It's, it's just a fucking dumb, silly laugh because it's a it's fucking funny cartoon. as fuck. Yeah. 
it's it, it, to so me it's, it's funny. funny. Seinfeld. Yeah, because it, in my opinion, Seinfeld. The one thing that takes me out of it is that we have cell phones now, mm-hmm. and almost ninety nine percent of Seinfeld problems would be solved. It's like Three's Company and yeah. even Frasier. To a certain extent, yep. it's all misunderstandings based on overhearing something. A text would solve 90% of science. Yeah, I get that. And, and I, I, I get that it's not really about that. I'm not trying to overthink it. But to me, it's got to be – I've got to be able to put myself in every situation. Like i got to relate to Tony Soprano. I've got to relate. I've never related to anybody on Seinfeld. I, that makes sense. And, and then that's the thing that's weird because he's a New Yorker. He's got neurotic friends. You'd think that would be me in a nutshell. But it actually isn't, you know. It's just not, nothing I ever got. I also never found him funny. I've never found I like yeah. funny. No, I like George. I think George is a riot. Yeah, well, that's because he's like based new. on Larry David. The show overall is funny. Yes, I mean, if it's on in the background, there's a great scene. I mean, you mentioned it a few episodes when Kramer put on those tight pants and he couldn't <laughs> bend his legs. <laughs> oh, yep. That's a masterclass in physical comedy. Yeah, like the, the guys brilliant when he does that there's a few other things i mean her with the toilet paper in the stall it's kind of relevant now sparing a square Fair square yeah yeah it's sponge worthy things like that i get it you know there's some funny shit there you know to me I, I i like things that are a little more timeless like i said the sons of anarchy that's just hamlet being played out on harley's okay by terrible actors yeah maybe maybe <laughs> but the story timeless. the story is timeless See, I would, he, I would only watch, Jax was the horrible. I would pick the Shield before I pick Sons of Anarchy. Okay, the Shield is good. That's like a good call. I like the Shield. I liked uh, Dennis Leary. What What did he do? Uh, I liked uh, Cheers. I think Cheers is timeless. Cheers was good. Cheers was good. But Cheers, Cheers is timeless because it's, it's a bunch of people in a bar, and that's never going to go out of style. And you never. know what's crazy? We, even in the realm of cell phones where everybody has all the answers at their fingertips, Bar arguments still happen. It's still going to happen. Bar, yeah, bar conversations still happen. And people get into argument, not like fights, but arguments over things that are very easily solved because it's better to have the conversation yes. than just end it. And I, I think, you know, it's the journey, not the destination, right? So that's that. Yeah. All right. So those are things we want to take and things that we would want to do. And uh, something, New York's banned something. I don't know if you guys are interested in doing this. you know if you want to do it go nuts but uh uh new york they didn't ban it but they've declared a war on it and that's rim jobs (laughs) eating ass (laughs) i'm just happy i don't live in new york city yeah yeah so they've actually like you know they're pushing it like don't eat ass (laughs) it's gonna be pushing it i think is the point so well Well, but you know (laughs) Yeah. So I think uh, we're gonna we we need to round it up. We need to round up on this one, and I think what we need to do is figure out what would campaign what would the campaign billboard slogans be. <laughs> so, you know, before we even get into it, I gotta say, you tell a bunch of New Yorkers not to do it. Everybody in that city is getting their ass eaten right now. It's good. Everybody's gonna look like they have a mustache, like Dave. <laughs> It's like the, the sales on the in New York are going to go up through the fucking roof. All because you told a bunch of people stuck in their apartments that they can't do it. Yeah. Like, nobody is voluntarily eating ass unless they're really fucking pervy. 
No, exactly. But all right. So yeah, what are the campaign billboard slogans? Craig, you let us in, you lead off. I'm gonna say avoid the roid. Dominoes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How about COVID-19? No ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> yeah. F- fantastic. I said, uh, having a bad day, rimming in COVID-19 will make your whole week. <laughs> I was like, don't do the do. <laughs> Jesus. How about uh, even Batman is parking out front right now? (laughs) How about no, Corona said to salt the rim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, Folly knows it. Always knows. I got <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how about how about car rims? Yes. Spouse rims? No. <laughs> <laughs> I said the darker the berry, the sicker the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are dingleberries if you haven't caught on. All right. <laughs> I said, uh, double your pleasure, double your fun, but don't lick leather pennies. <laughs> I have never heard that term before. Leather pennies. Oh, God, I That's can't wait to go upstairs and make change later. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Dave, send the video as always. Yeah. <laughs> How about, uh, I went a little political, my next one. How about, don't drain the swamp? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that ass will take your breath away. <laughs> How about, instead, let your fingers do the walking. <laughs> nice. How about, how about, snap into a Slim Jim, not Jim's rim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. yeah. I just had one more good one, and uh, it was a Jefferson's reference, because moving up that ass will make you wheezy. (laughs) (laughs) And my last one was, uh, it takes a licking, but remember, it was just shitting. (laughs) (laughs) And And that's where we flush it. That was perfect. Beautifully done, gentlemen. Uh, to everybody out there that's still with us, thank you for hanging in. Uh, we tried some new technology tonight. Uh, the verdict is out. We don't know yet what this is going to sound like. All signs are pointing towards this sounding a little more natural, a little warmer, a little more like we're together. But we're going to be doing this for the foreseeable future. So hopefully we nailed it this time, but we're going to keep doing what we have to do to optimize it. In the meantime, if you want to get us without weird wheezing and noises and everything else, go check us out at the all-new, needless to say, podcast.com. If you ran out of toilet paper, you can go over to the swag shop at represent.com slash store slash MTS podcast. (laughs) They're good for multiple uses, by the way, assuming you don't puke when you see what you produced. (laughs) 
throw them right in the wash and get right yeah. back to business. Uh, check us out on social media. We're still staying active. We're still trying to be connected. Obviously, we're all a little disconnected, but if we can be a part of your quarantine, we'd love to do it. So check us out on social media. On Twitter at NTS underscore podcast. On Facebook at NTS no underscore podcast. And on Instagram uh, at all lowercase needless to say podcast. If you get there and you see a dude with a really weird mustache, I assure you it's not a weird place on the dark web. It's just Dave. <laughs> Dave, while, while I'm talking about you, give me a little bit about Endeavor Podcast Solutions. Yeah, so our friends at Endeavor Podcast Solutions can help you out with anything podcast related. They can give you ideas, help you get started, help you edit with audio, give you intros, outros. Anything that you might need with your podcast, they can help you out with. So check them out at EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. And as much as I'd love to have a guest with us tonight to bring us out, I'm just going to do it myself. Needless to say, we said it.